Welcome to the Hellraiser Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Hellraiser Podcast. This is Peter and that is Phil. <laughs> that is Phil. Hello. It is. Hello. And we're here to another one of our commentaries. Our commentaries. On the movies. Yeah. And we've made it all the way to the eighth movie, Hellworld. God. God. Which is everyone's favourite. Man alive. So, as you know, there are some discussions about whether this is the worst one (laughs) or if Revelations is the worst one. We have our own opinion. Yeah. I've got to say, in our last podcast about this, I was really upset about this film. When we first, yeah. And I I do feel a lot less upset about it now. Um, Because of Revelations. Because of Revelations. (laughs) (laughs) That that really showed me what horror was all about. Which is why we're saving the Sambuca for that one. Yeah. So um, this one, I'm I've mellowed over the years. Yeah. A little bit. We're gonna be, we can try and be positive on this one. I'm gonna try because I feel in a good mood. Yeah. I've, I've got, just a, got a beer this, in my hand. The beer in your hand. I've got a beer in my hand, which I'm gonna open now. Bit of foley, ready? Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Delayed reaction. Almost managed to open a can properly. <clears throat> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, and everyone if you'd at like home. To join us in a booze if you're of age and you're being responsible. That's good. That's some good beers. Mm. Um, so we're going to press play in a minute. Now, th- we must warn you, though, this might not sync up properly. Should you be watching this with the film, as you should do, <laughs> but I think most people don't. No, they just, well, just listen to it on the on the train on the way to work. Because we, which we is are, lovely. We're having to watch this with the Dutch import. So if you're listening to this in Holland, go for it. But if you've got the Region 1, it might not sync up as well. It seems to be slightly different speed. So, so that's a bit of an issue. But don't worry, because we're still going to talk through the film, but it might go a little quicker than, than your version. <laughs> you so we're going to go. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Then let's do it. So we're going to start this right at the beginning of the Miramax logo, because there's some different logos before each one starts. So get it synced up to that bit. Pause this. Come back. And then I will say, get ready to play in three, two, one. Play. And we're on. Miramax. Miramax. So yes, again, this is made by Dimension Films. Yes. And it was made at the same time as Deader. If you didn't know that already. It was made just after Deader. So they were in Romania. They filmed Deader. And then they took, I think, just a week off. They went straight into filming this afterwards. So we're starting with this person digging a hole. Significant. Significant. The sound of a spade in the hole. First thing you hear. Uh, <clears throat> oh, steamy. He's got some issues. He's screaming. That was Adam being played by a Romanian chap who didn't speak any English. Really? <laughs> yeah, I said, take your top off, dig a hole. And he was like, I'm equipped for this, I will do it. Rick Boater. Here he is again. Filmed by Rick Boater. Uh, yeah, we liked Dedder quite a bit. We do like Dedder. Um, yeah. And we didn't like this one that much. And they no. were filmed at the same time. Yeah, but same they, team. A, they did make a decision to do them at, you know, very in very different styles. <clears throat> and Dedder is much more, you know, dark and gritty and... Uh, yeah. This one is a bit more frothy and light and fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed I would to, never this one's have described be, it that way. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Here they are arriving at the funeral. Oh, Henry Cavill. Cavill. 
or Cavill. Or I think you it's Cavill. It. Cavill. Uh, of course, British now, actor. British actor. He's he's really famous now. He wasn't when wow. we did our first podcast about this film. We and we in it we say oh, he's going to be the new Superman, and then he Superman. was. Yeah, Man yeah. of Steel, and then Batman versus Superman. Yes, and now in all the Justice League stuff. Oh, it just rolls um, on. And also, if you did you see the Man from Uncle? I didn't. He's that's really good. I thought that was excellent. I he's in that. I he's the lead that in that. He's brilliant. He's really good, and he's um, he's in this as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, significantly smaller in this. It just goes to show what going to the gym can do because well, exactly. he has increased to around four times the size <laughs> yeah. than Superman. Mm-hmm. And those who don't know, he just narrowly missed out on playing Superman in the Brian Singer one, Superman Returns. So lucky him. Yeah, then, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's done well. He's now in the one that's going to go on for years and years. <laughs> Good for him. So we've got a lot of uh, religious uh, iconography yep. here. We have. Going so, um, we missed the credits for the writing, did we? Yes. I was looking at you. Sorry. Um, so, basically, it was based, It was a story. It was a treatment by a chap called Joel Im. There you go. Good story by. Joel Soissons. 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 And he wrote this thing called Dark Can't Breathe, which was just an idea about people getting... Stupid title. Getting stuck in a in a hole <laughs> no people mm-hmm. getting locked away in, in mm-hmm. a coffin and having subliminal the basic story of this without the hellraiser stuff and then when they were looking at getting a another hellraiser film they got the writer Carl dupre who we've seen before in the hellraiser world to come along and turn it into a a hellraiser film huh and they did huh I'm pretty sure Carl Dupre is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, good. It is. And here they are. So here's the gang. They're all at a funeral. So yeah, it's Adam's funeral. Um, they're uh, ab- uh, upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing really well, aren't we? Sorry, let's uh, let's let's just... come on. Let's get into this. Let's get into this now. Because it's all get it starts off quite. You know, low, and we get to know these characters very briefly. Um, so we get to know these are our protagonists, and that's the only people that seem to be in the. Oh, he's got asthma. He's got asthma. That's going to come in later. later. She, the girl playing Alison, Anna Tolput, she was down to the final choice for Marla in Deader. Is it? And didn't get it, and but they really liked her. And so when this one came along, they were like, oh, I like that girl. Let's give her this one instead. So they were all really into this game called Hell World. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> he's, he's, you, yeah, okay. He's telling me to turn it down. I'm trying to tell you to turn it down. <laughs> we're trying but to because, sort out the volume levels. <laughs> because he was doing that in mime, we stopped talking. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I was trying to be professional, control, right? <laughs> and someone no. wasn't. Well, it's because we stopped talking, and those listening won't know what's going on. Well, now they know. Right, Jake's off. <laughs> anyway, he's had enough. There you go. Now we're at the right thing. Good. I'm glad it's now, now we're right at the right level for me. Um, wouldn't it be great in one of these kind of Hollywood films if someone did just use their asthma inhaler, and then it never came up again? <laughs> it was what? never relevant. You are crazy. As soon as you That's see it, you're like, talk. well, what's going to happen with that? Yeah. Like someone who happens to have a crossbow in their car. Yeah. <laughs> they might just have one in the car. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, so he was talking about Hellworld, the game. Is it? So Hell this World, is, game, as, we, as yeah. we know, this is set in the real world, as we say. So Hellraiser is a thing. Um, it's in the... In uh, this version of the reality, there might even be a Hellraiser podcast. Who knows? Oh, man. We're in this film. <laughs> we are in this film. Oh, in the background. Maybe they're listening to us. Oh, so he's, he's opening the coffin and he's, yeah, he's all... looking a bit weird now. He's all mangled. And he looks much looks like Gary Oldman in Dracula. Really does. Wizened corpse... Now, I wonder Why is she doing happen. all this stroking of the coffin? I'm not sure. I think because she's in a horror film. <clears throat> why Why does he look like that? Uh, well, he, he's supposed to be burnt. He was all burned up. So. But it was a dream. It was a dream. So oh, it's fine then. Did that happen? Didn't it happen? Who knows? Was that the dialogue that was going back and forth? Did that actually happen at the funeral? Or I have to confess that since I was so traumatised the last time... I watched this film. I haven't watched it, so I feel. So you haven't got a clue what's going on. I feel just confused <clears throat> again. I'm well, going to go through it. Like I will be the point of contact okay. of someone watching. Well, this, this last film. week I watched it again for about the tenth or eleventh time. I mean, I have watched it a lot. And <laughs> the comment, I did the commentary again, just so I could get some tidbits for this commentary. Basically, I'm going to steal that. Okay, That's great, my, uh, fantastic. Little insight into my world. I just nick other people's facts and pretend they're mine. I think this is you revealing too much. You become so unprofessional <laughs> since we last did this podcast. <gasps> Look, it's the chatterer. Hello, it's a chatterer too. He's not chattering his teeth though. My, oh, hang on a minute. It was just Superman in a mask. Oh. God, he looks like he looks totally different. Totally yeah, he's different. He's younger and he's not all buff. Yeah, and he's a bit odd in this film, as we have mentioned before. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his character in this film. No. I think he's supposed to be a cheeky chappy, but he just is a dick. He is a dick. In fact, both the guys are dicks. And now, look, we're going to get a glimpse into the world of the game, Phil. And this wonderful computer that he's got. Look at that. We came. That is the... Death the game. Hell. This is the only time we see the, the actual game that the whole film is about so the ver the, it's the 57th annual party mm. ha wait a minute <laughs> don't <laughs> it's been happening for 57 um, years I guess so <laughs> but it's all lies though mm. yeah but even someone with no brain would go this party for Hellworld oh, has been happening mean. Before computers were able and to also portray this before game, before the um, the first movie came out, <laughs> <laughs> because this is supposed to be Hellraiser. Fifty seventh annual party. I've okay. never noticed that before. Mm. Anyway, this is the game. Oh, here it is. Sorry, yeah. Click on the door. There's the box. And this is really, I mean, this is really stupid, isn't it? Because these people would never all be into this game. No. Oh. I think they've done it. He's opened the box. He's happy about that. Holy, okay, sugar. holy sugar. The fifth. Oh, fifth. Oh, my God. I misread it. <laughs> okay, on, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Right, so. He's got to get his own invite by doing the exact same thing. Click on the door, click on the box three times, and you got it. Perfect. And don't they just print them out, and that's their invites? So they're going to just printed out yeah. a load of them. But it was easy to get into because they were all meant to go to it. 
Well, exactly. Which, at this point, we don't know, so we're thinking it's stupid. Are we going to jump ahead and talk about spoilers as well? Oh, yeah, because this is the point that you made that I hadn't thought about, of Lance Henriksen's character, the host, Mm. did that. He put that into the game. Yeah, so he actually... So somehow got involved with the makers of the actual game. So he bought shares in the company. he didn't know about until his son died. He worked on on the board of directors. He got involved. How did he convince them to do that? (laughs) I mean, you'd be like, are you kind of and some also, kind of if this, molester? If that was really, Is that why you want to get these exactly. children these round to your house? house? And wouldn't someone who works at the game be like, this is a bit weird. It sounds cool, though. We better go and check it out. Yeah, can they we come go, as well, obviously? Yeah. But it's not. It's just him and loads of kids in a house. <clears throat> this is a weird scene as well. There's this whole comedy routine about how his, his car's too small. You know, it clearly isn't. Oh. And it's quite a nice car as well, I think. But then there's this whole thing about how she's in a much, <laughs> much better car just because it's really big. Oh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And now here they are. This is where we. This is where it turns into a bad '90s soft rock video. Yeah. Yeah, the dark realm because they're all they all look so gothy and dark and. Hellraiser. Now we know Hellraiser fans, and we know what they look like, <laughs> and we love them. We love them, but we I, are I've them. Gotta say, <laughs> we don't look like this. <laughs> we don't. We are much more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look a bit like Chelsea. <laughs> if only Peter. Well, this podcast would be much more amusing. This is this. Is, look at this. Though. This is terrible, and this is just killing time. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of stuff you put in a film. Uh, to just extend the running time. And so a little bit about the, back, the, ma- the making of again, going back a bit. This this was really rushed, this film. There was an idea for the film number eight involving a party in a house, but it had some, lots of flashbacks involving um, lots of things in the past, like Nazis and stuff. Lots oh. of historical flashbacks. They thought it was too expensive and they got rid of it. Okay. And then this story came along. They gave it to, to um, Carl Dupre to write as a Hellraiser. He wrote it in two weeks. He wrote it, the whole thing, as a Hellraiser film. It doesn't And they started me. filming without a full script. And yes. they kept writing it as the film was being filmed. And the whole thing was filmed in about 20 days. 20, 24 days. The whole film. That's like three three weeks they filmed it in. Which, you know, and it's I, not to, to, to try and bring positivity to it, the fact that the film yeah, is even true. coherent... Yes. And even, uh, you know, it is a real yeah, well-made good. film in terms of the technical aspects of it are yep. pretty good. Yeah, it looks good. It so looks the fact like that a movie. They, they pulled that off in that shorter time is good. I mean, bearing in mind that, as I, I've said this lots of times before, but Bloodline looks like a TV movie to me. Revelations mm. looks like it was filmed on a camcorder, because it was, I think. It was, but this yeah. looks like a movie, at least. <gasps> oh, and there's some boobs. My goodness. Gratuitous tit shot. So this is where you're kind of getting into the, um, this is why you're getting into the kind of meta stuff where they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, you know, it's going to be really funny if the character themselves says gratuitous tit shot. Yeah. And uh, it's not, it's not funny. Turns out. (laughs) Turns out it's not funny. But all the filmmakers are are sort of middle-aged men going, this is what the kids want. (laughs) I mean, we've talked about this before, of course, but... This is like the lamest party I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't look like it was created for people who like this game. 
all these people no. at this party supposedly play this game? I don't think so. Yeah. I just don't and think so. And they all are supposed to have got invites. And I mean, as we know, it, that, that probably isn't true. And he's just hired a load of, you know, kids or models or actors or whatever. <laughs> Here we go. To make it look like it was second oh, can. Look at that. He's cracking on with his second one. Um, the gratuitous tit shop girl is one of the two girls in Joey's train carriage in Dedda who were oh, with, with each other. So she was just kind of like... And the other one <clears throat> is uh, plays Sister Ursula in this film. Wow. So he got those, those two girls that did all the nudity. Let's get them to do some more nudity in this film. But now, here we go. So here we've got Look, Lance Henriksen. I printed Henriksen. out my invitations. <laughs> invitations. I printed out my invitation. Now we love him. I really think he's amazing. He is. Um, so he was working on a film that Dimension were making. Now, which one was it? I think it was Mimic 3, I think. I would say. Oh! Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he was in Romania filming that, and he met Rick Bota. And Rick Bota said, oh, I'd love to use you in a film. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be in a movie. And he said, there's nothing for you in Deda, but no. I'll have a think about it. And then when this one came along... They had him in mind, and Carl Dupre actually wrote it with him in mind, and they sent it to him in America. He got straight back on a plane back to Romania and filmed this with them. Wow. <clears throat> um, but now here we have here we have the comic relief. The two guys are the comedy. And Did you just say the not... two guys are the comedy? They're supposed to be. Oh, okay, All right. that stuff about who's, who's a pretty kitty. That's yeah, those shots are great, funny. aren't they? They're really it's, it's awesome. Like, it's like the guy came up with something funny. He thought this would be funny. The director went, That's, that looked quite funny. I guess kids like that. They filmed it and then they just left it in. So he just touched the card and the ink went into his skin. That's right. And so she's this just is... sprayed herself. So they've both been poisoned now. So why have they all... Why did he do it in a different way for all of them? Like He, he, covered... didn't, he didn't. He just had it lots of different... He wants them all to touch something. And so he just covered those... everything. Yeah, and now look, he's giving them a drink in case they haven't touched anything. And the two of them blow him off, so he can't uh, give it to them. He's like, no, it's so not taken. You don't have to drink. Uh, just touch something in the room, and I'll be happy. Can you just touch something? <laughs> no, just go, just touch this. So now we're getting into the weird stuff we talked about before. We're going to talk about it again, because it doesn't make any sense. If they have been poisoned, does that mean the two who have been poisoned so far have, have collapsed to the floor now? Or is it, is it going to wait some time, and then... They collapse later. When do they collapse? Yes, the and point at which they all take collapse out? is not known. No, but it must be when the others aren't. Well, around. it must be at the now. Moment, whenever, moment, no, because Chelsea and Jake haven't had any oh, sort of contact sure, yeah. with it yet until later. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so you're it's right. Not yet, you're absolutely right. Because Chelsea and Jake are still in the real world. Oh yeah, so, it, it, so it's not yet. Uh, let's try and find where it is. <laughs> okay. Well, it's as soon as as soon as Chelsea and Jake leave them, it could be somewhere around there. Could be there. Oh, so this um, is so. This party is sexy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Now here's all the, all the plot we get in about twenty seconds. So Le Marchand built this as a convent. Um, Sister Ursula was the last Mother Superior. She got obsessed with this puzzle box. There's a picture of her. That's from that's from me. This is a great decades, idea decades to just do yeah, to just do <laughs> a, like a staircase of exposition. <laughs> yeah. You just go down a staircase. And that picture's supposed to be from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> and then and she keep... would like this puzzle box. Then lots of women disappeared and she was found in pieces. Oh. 
So it's all a bit odd. Oh, yeah, the blizzard of 1809. Yeah, so that picture must have been from pre-1809. It was supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really nice that he's giving these ones the private tour. Did he do this for everybody who turned up? Yeah, it must be, Phil. Come on. (laughs) Let's be serious. Everyone that turned up, he gave the full tour to, and then he let them go back to the party. He's literally like, here's the basement. I mean, maybe it's uh, it is very kind of um, it doesn't it doesn't make sense until you've seen the film. But like, yeah, you, like you said, all the people at the party are so lame because they're just actors that he employed. Yeah, yeah. If, if I actually thought for one second that that's what they were going for, it would be quite cool. But I know it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. oh, there's a big hook on a chain. This kind of speedy up, slow down. Yeah, technique. It was so, so hot it, at it was this time. So hot of the early noughties. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, yeah, so this is weird. Then people got together and gave themselves local anaesthetic and then chopped each other up. Um. So I can't stand him. And why? Okay, so to just talk around the subject a little bit. These guys are all into this game. Yeah. So why don't they look like they're into horror in any way? And I don't mean that in a kind of judgmental sort of image-based no, way. Been saying. They just don't. They don't act, look, sound well, anything I mean, like they have Derek any is, interest is in, in horror. Is into the macabre, obviously, because he's all like, "Oh yeah, oh this is great. It's haunted house. Yeah, great." And she's also doing it. That her, you know, what's are getting hard, which is a weird line. That's a terrible line. <laughs> Because she's looking at, like, fetuses. Yeah, yes, yes. So she's all into horror, but Chelsea isn't in the slightest. But she's supposed to be. Yeah, but in a minute she starts going on about, guys, he's just a character, it's just a story. And if you were, if we went to a Hellraiser party in a big, big house that someone had put all this effort into, you wouldn't turn around to the person who'd made it and gone, this is just a story, would you? It'd be really offensive. If we make, if we got a house, rented a house, put on a big Hellraiser display with a big puzzle box, lots of weird things, and someone came up and went... Tweet us if you would like us to do this. Yeah. And someone turned around and went, it's just a story, though. It's a film. It's yeah. not real. We were like, oh. <laughs> so that's actually really rude of her to say that. Lance Henriksen should be like, oh, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> Fine. Oh. <laughs> Um, so the, the the only one of them who looks like he would actually be into this video game is Jake. Is Jake? <laughs> yeah. Who, um, yeah, I agree. Who he's like, I will never be one of you guys, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but he's but the one who sits up. Supposedly, you all share an interest in this. Uh, this massively mind. multiplayer online role playing game. I would say there's a pic- <laughs> there's a picture later on of uh, Jake and Adam with their arms around each other, and I thought when I first watched it that they were a couple because that explains why he's much more. Traumatized. Oh, here we go. Hang on. This is just out. Look, she's being really disrespectful. If this was real, why? It's really that's it's a really a rude thing to do to say all that to him. Oh yeah, and here we go. Now he's stabbed her. So this is her being poisoned. So this indicates that she almost immediately collapses. Yeah, it does because then she looks at it and she's got nothing in her arm. In a second, when he pulls it out. Oh, it's Pinhead. Oh. Hello, Doug Bradley. Yeah, now she's in her coffin. It's Doug Bradley. But 
But, so this is not real anymore. Yep. But Jake is still there. Here he is. He's still there. But this has been poisoned yet. But this is her hallucination of Jake. Uh, well, you could argue that, yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, but what about we... All right, fine. But what, but what actually happened in the real world, then? So this is the thing, so like, the, the movie is not... Actually, there's no way when, for us to... when he gave her... <coughs> when he stabbed her, Jake was there then. There's no way for us to track who is what, because at that point, it was coming from her perspective, because we saw her get poisoned. Yes, but Jake was still in that room. Exactly. When she got so stabbed. it could only have been still from her perspective that Jake was her hallucination. No, but I mean, in in the real world, Jake was there. When he poked her, with poked the... her with a thing. Wouldn't Jake have gone, why did you just do that? So, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Man. This is what, I mean, this film doesn't make any sense. I still maintain it's not as bad as Revelations because it at least looks I like I think it this one well. is one of those ones that it goes... It's just stupid. It goes, it's just, and it's it, silly. It, it, it is silly, you know. And it really annoyed me when I first kind of reviewed it. Mm. I got really upset about it. But I've seen a lot of crap since then. I'm just <laughs> like, do you know what? It's it's kind of inoffensive And we know there are garbage. people out there that really hate it. And I can't be that offended by it. This it's one, so dumb. This one. In places. Sorry, I can Rick. honestly say I prefer to the last one. I agree. Because yeah, the last one really, really got to me. Yeah. Because the last one is just it was badly such made. A missed opportunity. Um, now here we go with the masks and phones. Now we've said this before, but say it again. It does look like they're grabbing any old phone and any masks. Yeah. How are they? How do Doesn't they? Doesn't make that? any sense. Because it's not clear that the and the phones might have had a little the little forged number just written underneath them. But yeah, we didn't see that. No. Ah, oh, these two are just the biggest oh, I can't dicks. Stand them. I mean, oh, they're awful. Yeah. And like we said, this is just, it's like a big sex party. It's not even a horror party. And if we did, a, as we keep saying, as we, we did a Hellraiser party, it wouldn't It'd be pretty sexy. Wait, do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I know it would be, knowing us, absolutely. <laughs> because we're both very sexy men. Sure, sure. We're not at all approaching middle age. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you talking about, <laughs> Peter? Shut up. Um, so. It wouldn't, but it wouldn't be a sex party. There might be people sneaking off into a little corner to do something naughty, but not openly giving each other head and shagging on a sofa. No, it's be like, oh, guys, come on! It would be really people talking sense. about the film, you know, sharing memorabilia. <laughs> 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 yeah, it'd be like Comic Con. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so this, okay, so there's no one here in costume. The, no, that's no what I mean. They're all the so generic. They're so generic. There'd be loads of Cenobites at our party. So, in the logic of this movie, at this point, <laughs> right, Lance Henriksen's got them all. Yep. Poisoned. No, not him yet. He's not poisoned Jake yet. Okay, so he's got <laughs> nearly all of them. Well, oh man, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, it God. Really doesn't. Uh, but, um, and the other thing, here we go, ready? So he's... This is using the phones from the house. They've just been given with the four-digit numbers. This Another guy's got amazing chat-up lines. And now look, his phone says Alison on it. Now, what the hell? And 
Now, you can argue this is hallucination, so that's fine. Uh, that's the only way you can argue it. But, as I said in our... There we go, Alison calling. As I said before, in our other podcast, you still need to make it make sense for the viewer watching it for the first time. Yep. And that doesn't make any sense. If you don't know it's hallucinations, you're watching this going, why would it say Alison? Because she... It's not... What? And do you know what? The solution around it would be so simple. It's literally like a piece of paper with everyone's name who got invited to the party. And, yeah, and they all have their own phone. And they just get their own phone and mask. Like that would have taken so, three seconds. It was so simple to put that yeah. in. Man. Now these guys used to be a um, couple. He wants some action because she's rather nice. And she is. Lovely Canadian lady. Canadian. Catherine Winnick. Uh-huh. Um, there's actually there's a line here that I actually really like. What of hers? <laughs> have a great, have a great time tonight. Go fuck someone. But when you sober up, I expect an apology. That's quite a good line. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna be Superman. <laughs> whatever. Um, um, the the this is quite a good fun fact. The barman is is um. Carl Dupre, the writer. Ah, just like. Peter Atkins yes. was the yeah, barman was Barbie. in number three. Right, so here's a little... Oh, look, she could do some kind of martial arts. I wonder if that'll come in later on oh, again. Oh, she hurt his hand. Poor guy. Another guy didn't speak in any English at all. The other thing about this is this mask system is terrible because you have to wear a mask all night. Yeah. Like a big, white, and blank you could, you mask. Could, you, could go, you could call someone who looks really sexy... And you go up to them and you're like, hey, baby, you want to go party? Go find a room. They take their mask off and they're really ugly. Yeah. You're like, oh, like it's literally like, no, 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 I'm no. looking only at your body to judge how attractive yeah. you are. <laughs> Could you please put your mask back on <laughs> and turn around? Oh, my God. Uh, some religious iconography, just like in the first Hellraiser film. Yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of things that are harking back to the first film. <clears> in, this. Um, in the commentary, Gary Tunnicliffe says this is a film made for the fans. We're fans of the film to we've what, spoken like? to a lot of fans of the films uh, and unfortunately uh, oh there's a protruder's cock shot <laughs> oh man real, i mean like why did they even put that in i know they shame. couldn't put three seconds in to make sense of the master but they put three seconds in of her looking at a statue's and dick we <laughs> and we know that the stuff in dead that doesn't quite make perfect sense and is a bit silly and a bit not explored as far as it should be but that's such a better film than this um and it's, it's the same crew it's, it's all down to the writing i suppose i think you know and i think the thing about these big movies or any movie really is you know the pieces have to fit together and one piece follows on to the next piece to the next piece the next piece and you kind of get in deep when you're starting to rewrite things yeah. on the time because this scene does now not work properly, etc. Well, apparently, they, um, <clears throat> when he wrote it, he actually um, left the death scenes blank, or not blank, but ambiguous, so they could choose how to do the death scenes when they got on set. Yeah, okay. So it's not like... Um, because I said in the first podcast we did about this that um, this was like a saw ripoff, mm. but actually, doing now I've done a bit more research, <laughs> which I should have done at the time. Apologies. 
this was actually filmed before Saw came out. Because this was filmed in 2003, but then just sat on the shelf for two years and was released in 05. And Saw came out in 04. Oh, interesting. So by the time this came out, this was a cliche, kind of, almost. But when it was filmed, it wasn't. I bet they oh, were really cross when Saw came out. Yeah. Because this looks like a copy <clears throat> of that. But it wasn't. So but I'm I mean, I think in, in a way that this has its roots a little bit in the uh, thing that happens to Chenard. Yeah. In Hellraiser 2, the kind yeah. of machine-like transformation. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's some fake blood there. Yep. As in CGI blood. That's a nice box. I do like the box, the spinning box in the background. The extras in the background are quite good if you look at them. I mean, they're not good. But if you look at them, they're trying their yeah, best to sort are. of... Oh, hello. Oh. <clears throat> I'd like to point out now a little insight into our personal lives. Phil got married fairly recently. I did. And had a Hellraiser, almost Hellraiser-style wedding. I did. He had There were puzzle boxes everywhere. There and were. The, the cake was a puzzle box cake. You can find it, was, it online, guys. It was amazing. It did. And then on my honeymoon, I got a Hellraiser tattoo. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, his... Wedding was a better version of this party. <laughs> it basically was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But with more sex. There was a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can tell we're having some boozes. I can yeah. tell you that. Um, now, look, how did she hear that? Um, because it's all hallucinations, blah, blah, blah. You, can, you can't not even a good excuse though. From this point on, really, we you can't actually say anything about anything that happens in the film because it's all just hallucination. Yeah, that's really boring though. Well, there's Adam. He's off. He's off. No, but that's really and and. So what would we? The last three films did that. I know. Inferno, I mean, Hellseeker, so and Deader all overused. Have, oh, it's not real. Is it real? Is it not real? It was all in the mind. It was a dream. It's and when boring. did that? When did that become attached to Hellraiser? And why? Well, um, it's, there's always been a little bit of is it real? Is it not? But because only properly really from Inferno. So, but that's like half the franchise. You know, the the first movie is as real as it gets. It's as real yeah. and raw. Everybody in that knows what's happening, and it's real. It's a real skinless man. It's physical. It's flesh. Yeah. It's demons grabbing hold of you. There's you know? a little bit of stuff with her in the hospital that's a bit odd on like the a TV tiny or... amount. Yeah, um, but yeah, basically it is real, and that's what I think we all respond to: is that you see the demons in the light of yeah, day. In, you know, number two. Oh, we... oh, here we go. He's got no calls on his phone. No one's phoned him, Phil. No one's phoned his four-digit number. Oh, wait. He's not got a mask. He hasn't got a mask, so uh, so he's basically. Did a no one stupid... think about that when they were filming this? He should have written it on his forehead in biro. But but really seriously, that come on. Of... When he was filming that bit, did no one go? But we hadn't. You wouldn't have any calls because you've not got a mask. No got a mask, mate. No one. Or have they got them? everybody's name? Stayed <laughs> <laughs> in the phone. Here we go. Look, he's seen his picture. Hello. Of the two of them. Hello. I cut myself off earlier on saying that when I first saw this, I thought they were a couple. I would have liked that. That would have been good. Yeah. That would have been good. It would have added nice a little bit of uh, depth, I think. But it isn't. And when at the end of this film, it's like, oh, it's all right, because he and Chelsea are together. Yay. 
Mm. No. He was a very talented yeah. player. I bet he was. Of a game where you just click on a picture of a box. <laughs> <laughs> he made this look. He made a puzzle box, Phil. He made a puzzle box. And here we have a kind of version, kind of of version the because they couldn't get the rights music. to the music for the first two films. Uh, a shame. That would have added another element to it. Should, had they been allowed to use Christopher Young's score. It's not a bad version, though. No, I mean, it's it, all right. It, it's okay. it does the job. Yeah. The music's quite good in this film, actually. I don't like all of the songs they use, all the soft rock songs. Mm. But the music, the score is quite good. It's an interesting challenge, I think, for an actor like uh, Lance Henriksen here, where he obviously has no idea about Hellraiser. No. You know, what the, oh. what the what's going on. That's some really nice CGI there. Yeah, it's good. And then it falls apart. Here he is. Hello, Doug. Doug! And now, oh, hang on, there was a weird shot of him, like in a round tube or something. That was weird. What was that? What's going on? Here's another little factoid for you. When this film was finished, it was screened for Clive Barker. Oh. And he said he quite liked it. He had some notes. One of the notes was, there were no references at all for the whole film about the burying alive or anything like that until the very end, and the reveal sort of came out of nowhere. He said, what you should do is have some little quick shots of faces screaming or in a box, stuff like that, and Mm. pepper them throughout. And that was Clive's idea. Interesting. And then they went back and added them in. That's a good note. Yeah, it was a very good note. Yeah. But I did, I still think they didn't add them in in the right way. In the, I don't think that that one we just saw had the right impact. Well, it clearly you clearly know something's going on though. Something weird is happening, and it's all gone a bit odd. And and it makes you think, what's going on? Which I think is what it's supposed to do. Oh, it's number 9364. So this is how it works, well, I guess. At least guess. she showed him her face. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, got a mask on, but then she's kind of just got her bra. <laughs> so he's like, brilliant, I'm in. I don't care what you look like. I'd love to see your puzzle box. Have you used that chatted line? It really works. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it works every time. She doesn't say anything because she's Romanian. Um, he's wondering now I quite like this scene actually dude um, when everyone is ignoring him mm-hmm. now I think that's Carl Dupre I think does this does this feel very reminiscent to you hey <laughs> just like me at Phil's wedding <laughs> um Yeah, so it's this kind of... Spacing of of candles there. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone see this? Uh... This is a bit odd, isn't it? So this is, again, you know, the whole conceit just doesn't work because the party just doesn't seem real. The people in this room don't seem like people who would just be very casually having a chat while someone's actually having full sex next to them. They're just chewing gum, drinking, and these are all horror. He looks like he might have played the game. Well, he looks like he's on drugs, doesn't he? Yeah. So. He probably was. They just film him quickly. Film him <laughs> quickly. Film him. <laughs> he's probably bored to death. He oh, was like. That guy had green hair, I think. There you go. There you go. A bit like. Uh, 
I mean, I think they could have, obviously we've said this before, but like they could have shown a lot more of the game, which sounds boring, but probably would have just been made a bit more sense of mm. what's going on, like what yeah. it was. Well, I mean, what would it have been to get these kind of guests? What would it have been these days? Like something on Facebook or something like that? Yeah, like, yeah, it would have been. <laughs> some yeah. kind oh, they're of... all hanging. Whoa. That's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to, when you remade this film, it would have to be a Facebook invitation. When I remake it. Yeah, all, your, all your ideas. Yeah, yeah. You get someone's name and you write it on the thing. and Make sure it all makes sense. Could you, do you think you could remake this film and make the whole thing make sense? Yes. <laughs> I'm incredibly confident that I could. <laughs> well, he's excited. Look at um, him. Do you have to use the exact same actors? Oh. <laughs> Well, oh, you know, I, could, I think I could. I think we could do it. I think we could work would together. Would you? Would you retain the asthma inhaler set piece? <laughs> I'm afraid I think that would be one of the first things to go. What? <laughs> but that's the most dramatic. Or thing I might from keep any it, but I might make it last not as long mm. <laughs> by a long shot because uh, it goes on for a while. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Really or at least you have, maybe you have a reason for it to begin like it could be in a room full of dry ice or something and he's breathing in the smoke and it's causing him to have some trouble was it just that the lady was very hot and oh maybe that was and it and that was it I think yeah. I think that was what the implication was and now it's fallen all the way down there <clears throat> so he's now if this was real I don't think he'd be able to run down all those steps to get to it wouldn't he just have an attack and I guess oh, so here we go Oh man, this is just. This scene needs to go. Yeah. It needs to go. I bet they thought that was really cool. And then her giving him, like, the phone. Mm hmm. Ah. She takes it away again. It's just grim, though. And then he does some weird face mugging sort of comedy. I'm. This is my comedy face. Which is odd. Here we go. Ready? Oh man. Uh, it's just it's just odd. And here we go. You turn that off. And now I quite like the uh, the mask on the top of her head, looking at him. That's quite interesting visually. How did she know he was done with the phone? And um, <laughs> I think she was just fed up with it, so she wanted. She to just held up. the hand out. She's like, do you mind? Just to see. I'm busy here. Just calm. And I quite like the. Um, what's he doing now? Look. He thought she was being a little uh, light. Let's get a bit. Just get a bit more lower. involved. Um, and then look. Oh, oh, that's cool. A little bit rubbery, but it is cool. I think the idea of it's cooler than the effect. Yeah. And um, yeah. Well, here we go. Boom. But it's just uh, not. It's not funny though. Just unnecessary. Don't need it. You need some actual humour in the film. I, I still contend that although there's something in that idea of that if you hate them, you want them to die, I think if you like them and you don't want them to die, that's quite a cool I way to go as well. I think these guys are supposed to be likeable. I think you're supposed are to like them. Are you actually serious? Because they're, they've got I know we've all had a drink. Comedy bits. But let's not be weird. I think all the stuff with, <laughs> with Can You Hear Me Now and Pretty Kitty, I think that's supposed to be genuinely funny. Ah, you're supposed come to like on. him. I think he's a funny guy. My goodness. I, I don't find him very funny. 
but I'm sure there's some people that do. I don't find him funny, and I don't like their characters at all. I don't like the two guys. <clears throat> uh, I'm I I can't see well, any way. That we didn't really go into last time, but this is a very irresponsible film, in terms of. If you do have teenagers going to a party and just having sex with each other, that's really dangerous and some diseases <laughs> and things. You wouldn't really ad- advocate that. It's not no. cool. Unless they've all had checks before they came. You have to come with a certified... No, you know, I'm all right note. with it. They can all... No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them all to be having unprotected sex with each other and giving each other diseases. <laughs> that's just me. I'm old-fashioned. Clearly. <laughs> um... I just think I would. I, I the, the the biggest sense from that I get from this film is that I would really hate to be at this party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, too. oh god, this is awful. I would need to leave as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd have a little lie down like this. Need to have a little doing. lie down. Now look, his head was clearly on the table there. Yeah. Oh, oh it's on the edge. That's what we're going to criticise. <laughs> that bit of continuity. That's, nice shot. That's a nice shot of his face reflecting the cleaver. Yeah. I like that. Now, they make a joke about this in the commentary, but I think there is some truth in it. That one of the reasons he got the part was because he had just filmed Dracula 2 with Dimension, and they and right. he has his head cut off in that, so they already had the, the seven heads. No! <laughs> That's what Gary Tonnicliffe says. No! I think it's one of the reasons... <laughs> But yeah, but Dimension around this time we're making all these films, Dracula sequels, Prophecy sequels, Mimic sequels. Yeah. Because I talk about the Prophecy stuff as well. A lot of these sets you see were then used in the... They make a, they made a Prophecy film at the same time using the same sets. Which is ridiculous. Um, You're trying. I mean, I'm going to get you a drink. I would love another drink. Keep talking. Keep talking. Peter's now going to go and get me a drink like my no, butler. About, about the film, not about me. Oh, sorry. Um... So the film at this point, uh, it's lost me entirely. Uh, I'm trying to be positive. Oh, there we go. Here we are. I'm back. I'm back. Here we go. Some the nun ah. is here. <laughs> here we go. Um, yeah, I'm being positive about the film as much as Well, we're trying I to. I mean, obviously we're pointing can. out all the ridiculous problems it has. Uh, it doesn't make sense. But it doesn't make any sense. It's just kind of silly. And that's because they they started filming it without an idea of the plot, story, or script. <laughs> yeah, which which doesn't help. Isn't the best way to make a film? No. No, it isn't. <laughs> What's happening now? He's he's just followed a nun up the stairs. Why is he doing I do that? quite like the um, the location. Oh you yeah, know, the sets the, are great. The sets and the yeah, because this is obviously All in these a house. gorgeous houses they found in yeah. um, in Romania. They this isn't a, a few different locations yeah absolutely but yeah it looks amazing um you know and it's well lit and looks very atmospheric yeah <clears throat> that's what i mean about them you know pulling this off in such a short space of time you've you know, got they, the blue light coming through the slats they did reminiscent of the first film yeah they did you know nail it on that front well some of them did give it a lot of thought but not enough of them and like Gary Tunnicliffe is very um, good at what he does. All the practical effects are brilliant, and he's very—he's a big, you know—he's a big fan of it, and he's very. There's a word I'm looking for. I can't think of it. But um, he's enthusiastic. Very, uh, I think is what I'm enthusiastic. For. But he is. He knows what he's doing. So what's going on here then? Well, uh, she's a nun 
and now she's getting off from him. That seems to go against the whole nun thing. Yeah. Is this why she, why she ended up dead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. But what about the other hundred eighty women who disappeared? Oh, I don't understand. So this is yeah. I mean, as I they say, as the filmmakers say in the commentary, when you're making a horror film, you need the TNA. Apparently, um, you need it, Phil. Really. Think about all the best horror films. They've all got nudity. They have all got nudity, but... Well, I actually was being a bit facetious then, because they haven't got one nudity at all. Uh, I mean, it is in a lot... I mean, it is in yeah. a lot of the films that this one aspires to be, which is yeah, a stalk and slash kind yeah. of creep out. Yeah. I mean, this film... I mean, it's horror for, is a bit It's made for teenagers. Because it's not scary. It's kind of made for teenage boys, really, isn't it? Films like this. Is there any bit in it that's scary? Um, do we think there's a couple of jump scares maybe I don't remember being scared when I watched there's it a, at all the baby jump scare we've we've had already and then there's a pigeon scare later on I think <laughs> okay but, so it's um, not scary it's not <laughs> it's not creepy or it's not like oh god like it's not really affecting or and it's not even horribly gory enough no like no like the scene in Hellraiser 2 with the with the guy on the mattress yeah that's horrific. There's nothing like that in this one. So Ooh, this is just kind of sexy slightly guy with his top off. frustrating, really. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not sexy enough, and it's not gory enough, and it's not scary enough. Because if it was all those things, if it was act genuinely sexy and genuinely scary, then you would forgive some of the ridiculous inconsistencies. Yeah, because you'd think. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, but at least it was a bit scary. Um, that scene, supposed to be in Adam's basement, when he's digging the hole, was filmed outside because because of the fire effect later on when he sets himself on fire. That's oh, there's okay. actual rain in there. <laughs> That's genuine rain. And um, it was freezing cold, they said. So he had a great time. When they did the prep for the film, it was sort of September... And it wasn't too bad. And they filmed it in the dead of winter, and oh, it was freezing oh, cold for all of them. No. Doug Bradley said it's the coldest he's ever been on a film shoot. Man, he was like encased in prosthetics. So yeah, 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 exactly. He should have been warm as toast. Yeah. Welcome to Hell World, Chelsea. Thanks very much. And now, oh no! Look, his oh. nuns left him. He's on his own. How disappointing. Little comedy fall off the bed there. There's nothing worse than having sex with a nun and then she doesn't even stay for breakfast. Absolutely. Now she's called the police. Or has she? Because this is part of her hallucination. So the actual police do arrive. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So she did actually call them? From her coffin? Or not. (laughs) Someone called them. Yeah. We still didn't really mark the spot where the first three were drugged and collapsed and were taken mm. outside into coffins. Because my brain hurt. It must be the moment that she walked away from them, I suppose. Oh, no, because she was with them. Oh, who knows? They're really getting their mileage out of these two having sex. Maybe. It's, it must be the moment that Jake walked away from the other four. Yes. That's the exact moment that all the drugs kicked in at the same time. They all collapsed at the exact same moment. Now, what's this? Is this real? 
why would this be happening if it wasn't real? Because the scene is about them, her looking out the window and they can't see her. This is quite funny, was for me anyway, that the guy playing the, the big cop guy, you might not know, but any British people will know, he's a, a sitcom actor from the UK. He was in a sitcom called Bread in the 1980s for years. Oh and my years. God. And also he's uh, Nicholas Lindhurst's best friend in yes, Goodnight Sweetheart. He is. And he he's, is. A, he's a comedy actor, and he's also in the film Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. He's done a lot of comedy. I have seen TV. him. Why the hell is he in this movie? Exactly, I don't know, but he's, he's good in it. But when I first saw it, I was like, uh, that's the guy from Goodnight Sweetheart. <laughs> that's the guy from Bread. Wow. Okay, so... He's a scouser, isn't he, I think? He yeah. is. Which is a nice little callback to Clive Barker. <laughs> it's not really, but it's nice little... <laughs> from, from Liverpool. For our, uh... Must have someone from Liverpool in this. <clears throat> and the uh, the other policeman, I believe, won a competition as the scariest man in the UK. <laughs> Some... I might be getting that, that wrong. That guy? I might be getting that wrong. I think that's right, yeah. What? He, his, his prize was to have a walk on part in a horror film oh my god that's true <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah so he can't see her so this he is obviously a hallucination her. yeah so this actually outside didn't really happen no okay that's fine but later on the police do arrive because they're the ones who get her out of the uh, coffin in the end So she's hallucinating this conversation, but she can't hear it. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. I love to party. Mm. And I mean, you know, they're the most accommodating police officers oh, ever. Hilarious because, comedy from yeah. him. Because Lance Henriksen could not have been more creepy. No. I'd be like, I at least want to look in the I house. this little bit. He does four different comedy like silent comedy big expressions in that <laughs> 30 second scene boom <clears throat> which is crazy because he's obviously i mean this isn't the right film for him actually but he can do comedy he can he's quite funny mm. in the right part but now he's superman he's all and it's not sort of a christopher nolan style superman he's all angsty and it's all really serious yeah shame he's not more comedic in that although i think he's quite funny in the man from uncle i just i'll just Plug that again. <laughs> you love guy that. Ritchie film. It was yeah, it's, it's good. It is good. He's an English guy playing an American. Army Hammer is an American guy playing a Russian. <laughs> no, that's quite. That's, it's pretty good that one. Oh, doors open. So now it's really confusing because now she's. Oh, like, now it is. <laughs> yeah, before it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here I've we just realised that drinking whilst watching this film doesn't make it any easier to follow. No. No, but what it does is make this? It slightly more bearable. Oh, this is odd. I've got to say, need you know, I just, I've, I've, She's it's been so rare that I've ever seen something in a film like this with that's been some sort of sex scene where I've been like, that's good. Usually, I'm just like, oh, just don't put it in, no. get rid of it. And it's not very titillating. It's not. No, really it's not. On, it, it? It's just kind of like, oh. Why is this happening? Um, she's uh, getting a bit involved there, isn't she? She's very aggressive with him. And I would be too, because I'd be like, you're an idiot and I hate you. 
But I also wouldn't <laughs> be getting off with him <laughs> thinking that. No. And there Boom. you go. <laughs> that's that's quite funny. Yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> that genuinely made me that, laugh. That's quite funny. So that's good to see him taken down a peg. Yeah, yeah. It's nice that she's taking the lead there. But she's not real, right? Oh, Cause... shit, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. She's not a strong female character because she's not real. She's not real. She's in his brain. Um, so he's currently inside a coffin, and Lance Henriksen's going, She's taking her top off. She's, she's, she's kissing you. She's getting off with you. She's really pretty. Mm. And she's pushed you into a room. And she's locked the door. She's shut the door. Oh. And she's gone. And then it's, this section is so scary, this scene, that he dies from drop-dead fright. Drop-dead fright. <laughs> and there's some uh, some heads in jars. And they're... Uh, Really scary. Really scary. Really scary. Really scary. <laughs> um, well, I think he does say at the end there were some unexpected casualties. I think he doesn't expect them to die. What? At this point. Really? Yeah, that's the line he says at the end. Doesn't expect them to die. Well, I mean, maybe he wants to talk to them a bit longer, but he's oh. like, oh, I can't believe that guy actually just, just died. Died, dropped dead of drop dead fright. Drop dead fright. Well, he is drop dead gorgeous, Phil. <laughs> well, yeah, so they say. <laughs> nice um, touch. Derek's clothes. Now, this is quite cool because some of these entrails, you're about to see a real animal guts. Which is always the best, I've got to say. Um, but yeah, because in Romania, they didn't have as many rules and regulations. <laughs> Rick Bowdy said to oh, Gary Tunnicliffe, you know, it's a classic. Can you go uh, get me some, uh, give me some guts, will you? I think they're sheep guts or something like that. It's a full-on George Romero fest. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, no. Head in a jar. Sploosh. Oh, no. Oh, gross. This is blood. Look at his crazy face. He's mugging the camera. See, you would never think he could be a a subtle actor. But is this... Are we we saying that this is the direction? Well, the, the director can stop him from doing that. <laughs> That's true. And we've <laughs> I'm not seen saying him, he's made him do we've it. We've seen him be better in other films. But in so the, then, in, in the films the... at the moment, he's he's pretty subtle in yeah. a lot of them, even as Superman. So we're saying, we're saying it's the direction. Well, I guess yeah, because he, I think the two guys are supposed to be the comic relief. Oh, here we go. Ah, here we go. It's bound. Or bound ban- to banded. Ban- oh yeah, no. In this year, it's credited banded cenobite. The banded cenobite. Which I think don't even a, know an what the hell they're thing. talking about. No, because but that's terrible. Well, this is weird because in the commentary, Gary Tunnicliffe's talking about bound, but he's from Birmingham or that neck of the woods, the Midlands in the UK. He's got quite a strong accent, and as he's saying it, it sounds like he's saying band, and the American producer is saying talking about the character Band and he's going no Bound but it sounds like he's saying Band oh man it's, really, it's quite an embarrassing moment in the commentary but I think that might could be what it is he said the character's called Bound, Bound. and someone heard it as Band wrote it down as Banded Cenobite and Chatter is not Chatter he's the Melted Face Cenobite why do they do that I mean like come on knows. that for me shows a it shows a fundamental kind of lack of respect for what's come before. But they've just made Deader, and I th- and Bound is in Deader, isn't he? Yeah. 
And he's credited as bound or bound two. Is it bound two? I think bound two. Bound two. But it's it's very much a kind of cranking the machine out. We're making these films. Someone has to write a name down on a sheet. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and they are they they are pretty low budget. Like we said, how little time they had, and they had very little money as well. <clears throat> but if you if you cared, like you'd make sure that. Mm. What? It's not melted face in a bite, for God's sake, is it? I don't know whose whose job that was, but the fact that no one noticed until the film was released, because Gary Tunnicliffe cares. <laughs> You'd think he might have <laughs> said something. Gary Tunnicliffe cares. Okay, so here we go. Now here we go. Right here we go. He's got some candles. <coughs> oh, spooky candle shot. So why is he looking at all these things? Something's making him think. He's looking at candles, thinking... Thinking about Adam. So now we find out what actually happened to Adam. He poured gasoline over himself and set himself on fire, which is why they filmed it outside. Which he did because... Well, who knows? All they say is he got too into the game... His, it was his decision. He made his own box. That's true, because that comes out at the end. And they should have seen it coming. He sets himself on fire. Why? Because he's made a box. It's quite and a good effect, though, when he sets himself on fire. Yeah, I like looks that. Pretty That's good. nice. Looks pretty good. Um, yeah, why? I don't it's know. Good, special, good visual effects for the death scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I thought so. Remind you of that when we get to Lance Henriksen's death scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do recall. I do recall that. Mm-hmm. Well, bad. This dubbing. guy couldn't uh, speak Terrible English. dubbing. No, he couldn't speak English. Have you noticed watching it? A lot of his scenes, you can't see his mouth move, which is very odd. Look, you can't see her talking then, and then, <laughs> on his shot, he's not talking either, because he wasn't saying the right words. He's all right, though. But yeah, it is bad dubbing. Uh Oh. Oh. Dude. What was that? Steak in the mouth. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? There's no... There's no need for that. I mean, there's no reason for that. In terms of... Thinking of it actually as a a Hellraiser story, which, as I keep saying, from the first viewing you have... You should know that. I mean, you should think that. You uh, That doesn't make any sense. Why would Pinhead do that? No, it really doesn't. It doesn't. No. <laughs> it doesn't. So then her phone said Jake on it. Gosh, that's just, that's, uh, just, that's just wrong. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, uh, hang on. He was being Jake. He's got Jake's phone. He doesn't sound much like Jake, I've got to say. No, there was some sort of voice change, though. That's fine. Oh. Yeah. What, on that Nokia? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he found it while he was playing Snake. <laughs> he got an app on his... No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all a hallucination, so it doesn't matter. Uh, true. It can be anything. Anything can be anything. She is... I think she's a good female lead. When she gets all screechy and screamy, it's a bit much for me, for my ears. It's a little bit wary. (laughs) 
I think she's kind of weirdly underused in this movie. Like, they linger so much on these idiot boys that you're just like, oh, I don't want you to be in this film. And I know what they're going for with her, where it's like she's the kind of stronger female character, you know, who kind of takes it on. But she's just not in it that much. Well, you need your, your final girl. This one has two. He's one as well. Yeah. House, Jake. The Uh-oh. house is playing with you. The house is playing with you. Oh, it's haunting us. Oh, Leviathan House. Uh, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Not if I can help. He's gonna fight the whole house, Phil. He's gonna... It'd be great if he started just punching <laughs> one of the walls. <laughs> Stop it! Stop this! Stop haunting me! <laughs> oh. You know what she doing? She's she's hugging that wall just in case it. So maybe mm-hmm. she's going to try and have sex with the walls. Well, well she was kind of them. stroking that cock. Oh, hello, who's this? This is a melted face it's Cenobite. It's a melted face Cenobite who isn't... He isn't moving his mouth, but is he, he is making a chattering noise. Yeah, oh, hello, look. She's got evil dead voice. Oh. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. The makeup's okay. It's okay. I mean, one side of his face is a different colour to the other side of it, but that's not, that's not the point. <laughs> It's not too bad. It's not too bad, let's put it that way. Uh, it's fun that she's being chased by her... I mean, this is this is all Hellraiser 3, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, which is fine, which is great. Because they didn't do that as much much more, actually. People they know being cenobited. That hasn't done very much, really. I don't... I mean, I, is it that hard to put a bit of leather on them and kind of cenobite them up a little bit? That'd be nice. That's a very good point, Phil. it <laughs> would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice, because at least um, Terry slash the Dreamer and... Piston Head. Piston Head. <laughs> Piston Head. Oh. Just now a nice Camera nice head. beer, actually. Barbie. Piston Head. CD. <laughs> oh, bless them. <laughs> oh, Pigeon Scare. There you go, that was the Pigeon Scare. Oh, that was the bit that's scary in this movie. <laughs> Is that it? Man, that absolutely knocked my socks off. Private number. What? Whoa. Private number. Who's that going to be? This is Nokia. You haven't oh, paid your again. bill. Yeah. It's Nokia. <coughs> not using those phones properly. You're breaking the laws of physics. <laughs> um, now, this is actually quite interesting because she's sort of implying that he's going to morph into Pinhead. Yeah. Allah. The earlier films. I'll, uh, all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get your mythology right, buddy. I mean, God bless her for delivering lines like that. Yeah, she's giving she's it a doing her best. She's very soft focused, though, isn't she? Very <laughs> soft focused. That is true. That's because they filmed it in twenty days. <laughs> um, oh, with her tight leather pants. Obviously, she wouldn't say that. That's bad. That's, no. a, that's a John McClane line. That's not good. Come to the party, they say. <laughs> you have fun, Get together, they say. <laughs> if you said that, that'd be, that'd be better. Oh, that would be, <laughs> that would be funny. But she's just been threatened by a like a supernatural man in a haunted house. You yeah. wouldn't just go, oh, come to the party. She's very oh, strong. Hello. There's a melted face Cenobite. Reflection. They're really going for the chattering is he noise. Cha- is he chattering? The chattering noise. He is a little... I think he's a little bit. Oh, dude. Oh, no. 
She's not melted Mate. face Cenobite. She's not. Far She's from not it. Even melted face Canadian. <laughs> oh stabbed dear. Her. He stabbed her. Fortunately, he stabbed her in that place in films where if you get stabbed, it's fine. Yeah. Just enough room to get a little tube in so you can splurt blood out of it. Mm. Uh, which also, is weird because it is quite near your heart, I guess. But it, it's okay. Uh, well, you're near some quite big veins and arteries. We all, we all know that if you get stabbed there, it's it's all right. Well, quite near that there's subclavian artery there. <laughs> Peter yeah, that's is right. I know uh, some things, he's a serial killer in his spare time. Yeah. Just so you all know. Don't touch all you medical students. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, the phone fell off the table. But Chelsea's calling in. Chel- what? I used to love that phone, you know. Did you? Yeah. I never had one of those phones. Oh, it was amazing. You could write your own um, tones, your own ringtones, <laughs> if you knew what you were doing. Oh, God. I wrote it back to the future one. It was brilliant. <laughs> I and wish that the phone had said, I wish that the phone had said, melted face Cenobite. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on. He didn't stab her. It's just me, Chelsea. Oh, man. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm going off me mash here. <laughs> I've lost it. <laughs> I've completely lost it. Like, this is the worst party I've ever been to. <laughs> and there's no one here. You just died in my arms. I'm just dying in my arms tonight. A portal. <clears throat> to the real hell world. <clears throat> well. He's not buying it, Phil. Okay, we are just listening now. But it's... I mean, at least they're getting into the mythology. At least they're thinking about it. Yes. They were already dead. Well, you're already in a coffin. an idea. You belong here. And now here we go. This is the guilt complex coming in. But it seems to be... kill him. Not saving him. It seems to be. This is the interesting thing, like of the later Hellraiser films. Like it seems to be, they so wanted to bring this kind of guilty, you're a bad person type stuff in, and that's that's nothing to do with Hellraiser. From from Inferno onwards, isn't it? Yeah, but why? It's almost like the first four films, their own little bubble, and from five onwards, they've got a whole new mythology. Suddenly, someone came to a studio and was like, "It's got to be about bad people." Getting their comeuppance, yep. and, and what's real is not real. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, and it and it is that for four films, it's that. And you're like, man, you know, Cenobites don't care if you've been a bad person. No, it's not about it's not about that moral. That is there, but that's not the yeah, judgment they're, they're making. The She's completely innocent, and they're going to take her. And when they turn up at, at the house in the first film. Clearly, there's been a horrible murder. They're like, oh, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. I can prove it's him. So they're not going to kill the person that did the murder unless it's Frank. Yeah. Like, don't give a crap, mate. And it just happens to be that Frank's a bad guy. And so he, when he gets yeah. his comeuppance, you're like, yeah, nice, good. It's not... Um, but Well, it's all Inferno's fault then, isn't it? It's, it is kind of all Inferno's fault. And then she'd spray it. That was, I mean, that was just dumb. You wouldn't also, do that. do you spray perfume directly into your own face? Into your own eyes. <laughs> I don't think you do. Yeah. Welcome, Hellraisers. Mm, invitations. So, we all went and... flashback into the thing, their invitations? We printed the invitations out. We all printed them. We, and they're quite good prints, actually. They obviously had laser printers. Or they had it done in a They went in down shop. To, the, to the shop. <laughs> 
all had it done. Now she's found something. Watch she's this. Found. She's found a little My strange. plan. My, My evil plan. plan by, by Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Some pictures. Spend hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars on yeah, revenge that, that's, that's scheme. That made me think there might be a couple because they're, they're very close. It would be good if they were. I think. I think it would be a really nice touch. It'd been added some some depth, but um, it's not going to happen. I mean, that sort of thing doesn't really happen in, in Hollywood, does it? Very often. No. They're a bit scared of that sort of thing. Whereas if you read any of Clive Barker's novels, you'll know that it's quite prevalent. Mm. Shame. Uh oh. Oh. This is a nice shot coming up with the hand that goes down the the, uh, the cracks in the floorboards. I do like that. It's actually genuinely nice. Here we go. Subtle. Very subtle. That's nice. It's good though. If only there was more subtlety in this film, Phil. What? <laughs> and it's Adam. Oh, he's there. It's all. Just a game. Adam. Just a game, Chelsea. And Flappy Birds. Flappy Birds, the new app. (laughs) (laughs) Flappy Birds. The new Hellworld app. But they're only noisy if you're looking at them. Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course, that's also reminiscent of the first (laughs) film. And there was one little shot of um, this scary Adam face just then, which was a bit like the one in the first film of Frank. Now, surely she must have thought someone might grab her by doing that. Ooh, I that would have thought surprise. it. But, you know. Here he is inside this lovely mansion again. Oh, hello. He's worked it out. What I want to know is, what at what point did Lance Henriksen have them all uh, unconscious and then send everyone else home? He didn't. He says at the end he went back and enjoyed the party. So he had he he finished up the party and then oh, he, and then they went. I missed that bit. So he took them all he out. Says, he says the right at the very end. Yeah. And he just kept them all in. Yeah. And then they all had a great he party. He buried them all. Then he went back, back to the party. party to have some fun with the people inside, while also every now and again going. By the way, you're in a room now with some. It's got a chair, and the chair's got like some <laughs> blades on it, and they're spinning now, and they're going towards your throat. Because that seems like that would be quite intensive. You know, you'd have to do that you'd quite be a quite lot. Busy. You've got to talk to all of them. Yeah. Here's another question. If we want to get into this now, can they all hear each other? Is it an open channel? They can all hear each other. Was that possible? Is there signal underground? Could that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. no! Look, it was his dad. <gasps> Whoa. What? Twist. What? Twist. <laughs> I mean, that is, to be fair, that is a nice twist. I do like the twist. Yeah. There's there's too many little things throughout <clears> the film that make no sense. Here she goes. This is a real shame, I think. Because Asshole. she is a martial arts expert. She did a real kick then. But the editing, you can't really see it. No. It's really Oh, great. he's got that classic uh, leg yeah, yeah. up <laughs> fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd shown her kicking him properly. Or, oh, or she... shown the kick. I sh- I so she say. actually really gave him a good... Yeah, she's a martial arts expert in real life. That's why they had that scene earlier on where she grabs that guy and twists him around. Ah. Just to foreshadow that kick. 
This was apparently freezing cold, like minus degrees we're talking. It looks cold. And they had trailers just off camera with heaters in them. And every time they would say cut, they would run into the trailer, get warm for a second, and then come out again to film the next scene. Oh, man. She's just wearing like a tiny crop top, mm. leather pants. Yeah. Dude. It's us. Oh, dear. Well done, Jake. You figured like it out. you said it would. Kind of. Just like you said it would. This bit's a bit tricky to understand. And now he's saying how he <laughs> he posed as a teenage girl online to coax Jake. So he was there, Lance Henriksen, drinking vodka, smoking cigarettes with his dead kids picked next to him, typing on a computer, hey honey, do you want to go to a party? <laughs> oh, Lance. Le Marchand. We missed this at the very beginning, but there's some weird um, pronunciations. She says, it sounds like she says the, the Lamont configuration at the beginning. <laughs> Lamont configuration. And someone says the Le Marchand or something oh, like that. And it's just, they're not quite sure what they're talking about. Deary me. Look, it is breath. You sick cold. son of a bitch. Right. Okay, yeah. This is interesting. They, there's this whole thing about him not ever being there for him. This, this be... is interesting. Yeah, I agree. This should be in it more. But again, it would be nicer if he, if there had been a couple, and if he he had loved Adam more than his dad ever had. That's yeah, just, actually, that would work. That's just me. Yeah, I think be, I think it'd be really nice. I mean, that could still be what's going on. I mean, you could argue that because it's not he never kisses Chelsea. There's no romantic thing at the end. You could that could still be the case. Just yep. very subtle. Yep. When this film's all about. Subtlety. That kind of subtlety. <laughs> and now she's trying to get him out. Um, I said it just now as a kind of a throwaway gaggy comment, but would there be phone signal underground? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, they wouldn't. Oh, dear. I love it that, like, you know, he can deliver... You know, I can practically smell the terror coursing through your veins. Yeah. He can just deliver that. Mm-hmm. And make it as good as it can possibly be. Uh, yeah. And this is a nice... It is a nice twist. It does... It is good. It's a, this, it doesn't make much sense, but it is a nice twist that they have been buried alive and he's been... And they've been hallucinating. That's a good twist. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting idea. It really is. And that it was really the is. that was the idea from um, original story. Dark can't breathe. Yeah, no, it is a good idea. It's an interesting idea. Uh, it's just, is it a Hellraiser idea? I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to achieve at this point with the Hellraiser movies. You know, and no, I'm not sure either. Really, that's the question. I mean, that's the, that's a different question. We can answer that another time. But what? What is a Hellraiser movie nowadays? Well, it's very different to what it was. Yeah. What it was. Because <laughs> you could argue that Revelations, there's a lot of stuff in Revelations that is classic Hellraiser. A lot of stuff. It's just not very well done. No. Which we'll get to with our Sambuca. Our I can't wait. 
I can't wait to... Can't. Uh, I've got to make sure that I'm not doing anything else that day. No. <laughs> I need to get utterly smashed yeah. before I watch that film. Just bring that to my, uh, to my wife before I go over. <laughs> Just going to Phil's house. <laughs> oh, here we go. Speak, there you go. Speak of the devil. It's getting me through it. It is. It does. It helps. <laughs> Alcohol helps. You cope get me through with it. things. Everyone, <laughs> take anything from this podcast. That's what you should take. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Yeah. I went back and enjoyed myself at the party. Why this not is, enjoy this myself? Is, this is him. This is real now. Why not enjoy this is myself? Him at the party, enjoying himself while they're all buried. He looked miserable. Six feet under. Unexpected casualties. There you go. Oh, so she, so she sliced yep. her neck, and that's, he, and then she felt that that he had an asthma attack, and um, spewed up some rice pudding. And listen, <laughs> Mike, good old fashioned drop dead fear. Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not sure. I think he so means why... heart attack. That's what he's really saying. Uh, <laughs> Help me, please help me. Why yeah. Why were they unexpected casualties when he buried them all and gave them because hallucinogenic imagine, drugs? Because I imagine he wanted to torture them and then tell them why they were there, I imagine. So he wanted to torture, 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 and then say, oh, by the way, I'm Adam's dad. This is your revenge. This is my revenge for you letting my son die and then only then and then you leave them to you know whatever die of thirst or starvation or whatever but I think he didn't want them to die that quickly I think that's what he's saying okay that's what I took from it <laughs> I guess <laughs> I mean it, burying alive is is pretty terrifying did you see that movie with Ryan Reynolds I haven't seen it yet I've no, seen buried. It. Is it good? I liked it. Have you seen The Serpent and the Rainbow? I have. That's got a terrifying buried that in that has. section. It certainly Jesus. has. Oh, she's she's really going for it there. That's amazing. Yeah. She's really going for it. Right, here's the thing. Same actor, sitcom guy. So that earlier on, that hallucination did involve the correct policeman. The same person. What's his name? <laughs> Victor Maguire is the actor's name. That's him. I like how the the two guys have got like like white eyes, like their eyes have disappeared. That's what happens when you die of uh, <laughs> drop, good old fashioned drop dead fear. When you die of an asthma attack, you, <laughs> your yeah. eyes go white. You spew up some rice pudding and your what? eyes turn white. And she's screaming in his face. <laughs> He's like, I'm fine. He's like, stop screaming at me, you silly bint. Oh, poor. Oh, what a what party. What a pie. Funny, it's funny okay. line. It's fine, it's okay. You made it out. Oh, by the way, the other three are dead. Because <laughs> he doesn't know that Our yet. other three friends are He's dead. He's like, we made it out. What are you talking about? Don't smile, your friends are dead. It's okay. They're going to get together now. smiling. Is that not the smile of people who are going to get together? Hers is. Yeah. They're going to get together. I think she's disappointed, though. You want her to be disappointed. <laughs> I do. 
You're very lucky, you know. I'm quite pleased that this Liverpudlian actor is uh, getting yeah, this I like film. Him. Now, here we go, Phil. We're now back in the real world. The reason they were saved was because a ghost phoned the police. And what do you think about what's that? What's the problem with that? No, I don't know, Phil. <laughs> so, no, I mean you could argue. You could, you could. Let's try and argue this properly. Let's say that she's still suffering, so that was a hallucination, and maybe Lance Henriksen felt really guilty about it, so he phoned them and then he left. Maybe. I wanna, was it? I want to try and make that make sense. Who was the ghost? Well, in our original podcast, we said it was Sister Ursula. It's not. It's supposed to be Adam. It's supposed to be Adam, right? Yeah, yeah. Why did we say that? I don't have no idea. Yeah, but to be fair, that. I just watched it and oh, it, you can it looked, see it looked it. like a splodge. It was a splodge <laughs> that disappeared. So but how it, it are is, we supposed to know? It is supposed to be Adam. Adam the ghost phoned the police. I like it better if it was Sister Ursula. Then we'll go with that. And now we're in a little cheap hotel somewhere. Was that called Cheap Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, there he is. Look at him. Oh, he's had a hard time, Phil. He's like, he's lost mate, I spent all my money <laughs> on this thing. just murdered five kids. So he thinks. Murdered him. Look, he's supposed is... to be a bit of a... He's supposed to be a bit, a bit of a goer, isn't he? A bit this of a cheeky, cheeky guy. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Pictures of me and my son. <laughs> Having a great time. There's him and that guy just murdered. Oh, he oh, just quickly covers it up. Yeah. I thought that was straight over. Is... No, we won't even talk about that. Just killed him. Just killed him, so. What's in this film? What's this? I never noticed <gasps> this before in the in the uh, suitcase. This looks more like a proper box. Here we go. There's the music coming back in. Yeah. The Christopher Young rip-off music. They're going it for sounds it. a bit like... Is that, is that Lance Henriksen's actual earring? I don't know. I know that they glued his ears back to his head for this film. It was his idea. He's had that idea in, his, in another film. His ears glued back to look more like a wolf or a doberman. Yeah, he, is, he has had that idea in another film. What's going to happen now, Phil? He's opened the box. But it's just it's not real, though, is it? It's just a game. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, dear. It's only bloody Pinhead. I like his reaction. Welcome. It's very much like... Welcome to hell. Hang on, mate. Like, no, no. Hang on. It is quite believable, him at the moment, because <laughs> he thinks he's... He thinks he's hallucinating or he's in a dream or something. There's a banded Cenobite. Banded. Melted face Cenobite. What have they got with them? Gotta wake up. Oh, hello. Wake up, we got the big... We got the big blade for you, mate. We're gonna give you the big blade. We're not gonna mess about. There was a bit of chattering then going on. Wake up. Oh. Oh, Oh dear. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty good. And the sliding apart's not That's too bad. That's not too because, bad. Because it's quick. However, that is unforgivable. 
man, it doesn't even it just doesn't, doesn't even match, match up, does it? It just does not that match is up. Poor. It's such a shame. Oh, I love this. When characters get better in these kind of movies, their hair gets bigger. Yeah. This is, um, <laughs> this is like, look, I promised you a, sunset, a sunrise. Here's one. And it's a really generic crap sunrise. She's like, oh. She's like, yeah, that's the sun. Well thanks, done. Thanks, mate. You made me get up at 4 a.m. for this. <laughs> you bastard. No, your hair's a bit bigger. So you're obviously all right now. Hello. She says hello as she presses the button. So he wouldn't hear her say it. Anyway. <gasps> Phil, look. No. But hang on. He's dead. He's dead. Is he? No, he's in hell, Phil. What? Maybe he's been turned into a Cenobite. Oh my god, I'm confused. He's not there, it's fine. Shit. Oh no. Meanwhile, the police have found lots of blood on the walls. And they're saying, oh shit. Oh god. Gary Tunnicliffe's been here. (laughs) This is going to take ages to sort out. It's some odd, generic... Soft rock music playing. Boom. Puzzle box. Look, this is a Hellraiser film. (laughs) Don't forget, this is a Hellraiser film. They're both like, it's fine. And I don't mind the the idea of the ending. The whole shit, are we actually out of this nightmare or is it still happening? Or It's just, I I don't like the music for starters. And also it's just a bit weak. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the end. That's it. In order of appearance. <laughs> yeah. There they are. So, there we go. Banded Cenobite, melted face Cenobite, what the hell? Should Lance Henriksen been called the host? The Just host. the host? Host? What do you mean, host? Yeah. Shouldn't we have given him a name or something? Tim. <laughs> Tim host. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> My name's um, Tim Host, and I host things. Hi there, I'm Tim. Come with me. <laughs> um, okay, so... So the film's finished. There we go. You may now turn it off Have if you've been watching it. You probably haven't been. That's mm, fine. That's okay. Let us know, anyone that has actually watched this along with it. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is all the remaining people that helped make the film. A lot of people. There you go. It's not that bad. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But it um, is, and it's silly. However, one thing that we said in our original podcast about it was that it's really boring. Now, I watched it recently this week in preparation for this on my own, and I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was silly. It made no sense, but I wasn't bored. Yeah, so that know, is... Maybe I've matured. No, I, I just... I agree with you. Um, uh, when I watched it, for that review, I found it really boring. Well, we, we sat and watched it together, didn't we? It was Before boring. we recorded, and it was boring. <laughs> it was really so, yeah, boring. I guess it must be. So it must be I don't the know mood we were in. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but... Um, um, but, I, yeah, I found it less boring this time. I think if you if you had a group of friends together for a horror night, and you put it on, there'd be some disappointed people in the room. They would not I, like it. I really think there would be. But if you're, if you're a big Hellraiser fan... And you're sat on your own. <laughs> you have to be on your own to watch it. Yeah. And you pop it on and you think, that was all right. I mean, it's not a good film. There's no. no I'm not, not saying it's, it's a good film. It's not a good film. No, it's not. I, I it's not a that. good Hellraiser film. It's not no, a good film. It's not a good horror film. But 
it's not a f- unbelievably awful film. It's not terrible. Um, there's some interesting things. I do think the idea is interesting. The kind of buried in a coffin, you know, yeah. while every hallucinogenic drugs thing. That is interesting. Yeah, there's some fun gore in it. Um, there's some good performances in it. At least it's got Doug Bradley in it. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, it looks nice. It's got some good uh, props. <laughs> but yeah, all that adds to it. It's a gratuitous tit shot. Tit shot. It's got lots of nudity. But it's not. It's not great, and we know that we're not ever going to say it's a good film no i'm but afraid it's not. it's not awful i'm afraid not which some people say it is and i disagree with that but yeah. it did it did get to me it did get to me yeah back in the day yeah got to me but then i hadn't that's the thing like life you know i hadn't seen revelations i hadn't seen revelations <laughs> by that point yeah which really sucked it to me it yeah it's terrible <laughs> Well, we'll get to that one because I actually I haven't watched that since um, our podcast. Oh, I'm we need to watch oh, it again. Man, why me? I'd watch the deleted scenes. There's a deleted scene in there that's even more boring than the <laughs> that that I'm very glad they cut out. Anyway, we'll get to Hellraiser Revelations another time. We will. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, yeah, so I think thank that's you for everything. Mentioning films, making uh, another thought. film. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let us know what you thought of that. I mean, we know we kind of know what you think about Hellworld, but let us know what you think about the idea that it's not as terrible as some people think it is. So you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter at HellraiserCast. Uh, just, yeah, let us know. Get in touch. I think we should collaborate with some people who make games. <laughs> and we should make, we should make Hellworld a game. game. Right, so watch this space. I want to do it. Hell World the Game app coming to you soon. Yeah, that'd be amazing. All right. Thank you, everyone. We're going to sign off now. Yeah. We'll be back with you again very soon. I hope so. I hope so, too. Take care, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.